Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Fourth and John. I am Brennan Sakowski. Today, we are back with another segment of Talk the Prospect. Today, we are joined by the Cincinnati Bearcat safety, Derek Forrest. Derek, how are you doing today? I'm great. That's good to hear. How's, uh, how's the offseason training going? Uh, it's pretty well right now. You know, I see uh, my time clocking down on my 40, so that's a great improvement. That's good to hear, man. How's uh are you training back in Cincinnati, back in Columbus or No, I'm actually in Fort Lauderdale right now. I'm training at XP. Okay. Good for you. Good for you. That's good to hear. Um obviously, uh, you know, we'll get into questions, but I just want to make sure that uh everything's going well with you. Uh how is uh everything back home? How's the, the transition going for you from college to uh draft prep? Uh, everything back home is going great. My family as well. Um, that's great. And um, right now, everything is it's pretty well transitioning from uh, college to just, you know, being on my own and just uh, having me and my agent and just going forward. Uh, it's been difficult because it's not something I've been through before. So I'm just trying to pick up as many tips and learn as much as I can so that I can become a pro. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll get into questions. Uh, first and foremost, uh, you speak highly of a motivating factor in your game every time you touch the field. What is that motivating factor for you, and when did that motivation really set in for you? Um, I'll say that motivation factor, uh, it will be my brother. He passed away when I was um, in the 10th grade, and uh, it motivates me each and every day on and off the field uh, just to be a role model and uh, a leader. So that's, that's what keeps me going, and uh, I'm going to use that as my driving force for the rest of my life. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, that's some deep fuel that can actually, you know, elevate your game just in itself, that extra adrenaline, whatever it may be to, you know, uh, but again, uh, that's, that's huge for you. Uh, going back to your high school days uh, at Walnut Creek, you played both basketball and track in addition to football. Uh, how tasking was it for you to be a multi-sport athlete? And did that prepare you for life as a college student athlete? Well, uh, I feel like um, it wasn't that challenging because the seasons uh, are different, but I feel like it prepared me to be a hardworking guy that expects um, adversity because all the different sports are, you know, they go different. Uh, you have different teammates, different events. So um, I feel like playing different sports uh, allowed me to become 
a person that's real well-rounded. Um, uh, I'm a great thinker, and um, I like to use my strategies to be better than my opponents. Yeah, absolutely. Is that something, you know, uh, basketball and track being those two sports, um, is that something that you pursued at UC as well, or uh, did you keep it more recreational at that point? No, nah, it was more recreational. Uh, I'll get a little hooping in every now and yeah. then, but track, uh, it ended with high school. Well, I, you know, obviously I'm sure scouts are glad to see that, you know, they have a uh, track athlete, uh, obviously somebody that can utilize their speed properly. So uh, I'm sure that's something that they look positive at. Um, additionally, um, whenever you were coming out of high school, you were actually scouted as a cornerback. Um, you played cornerback receiver and spent times on the special teams as well as a punt returner. Uh, but ultimately you transitioned to safety. Is that uh, something that was led by the coaching staff or was that something personal? Um, I'll say it was something that was led by the coaching staff. Um, I felt like I was going to be a big corner coming in. Uh, around that time, I was weighing in around six foot, like 180. So I'm thinking I'm about to come in uh, and play corner immediately. But when uh, I got to the safeties room, uh, I fit in well. I feel like I made the transition smoothly. And uh, it was a great decision because I'm, I'm still succeeding in it right now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, six foot 180, you think you're going to start bullying some people on the line of scrimmage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, that transition comes along and you're like, oh, OK, well, I got you. Yeah. Um, going back uh, one more time to high school, uh, originally being a three star recruit. Uh, what was your initial experience with the University of Cincinnati and what drove you to choose them in your recruiting process? Um, I feel like Cincinnati was my biggest offer. Um, coming out of high school, I was recruited by mainly the MAC. Um, I felt like I was a guy that was underrated. So um, a couple, a few weeks before signing day, Coach Fick and his coaching staff they got to Cincinnati. Um, they all got on the call and they and they called me. They were like, "We want to get you down for an official visit." Um, I'm like, "All right, great." Uh, the day before my official visit, Coach Fick uh, came to my school. He he offered my official offer, and then um, I came down my visit. I loved it, and um, I made like a great decision. And I, I went to the University of Cincinnati. Yeah, it was something uh, – was staying home more of like a motiv motivating factor for you or was it more so uh, the offer from UC that, that led you there? Um, I'll say a little bit of both. Um, I was having blind faith because uh, UC wasn't um, – they weren't a prestigious team at the time. Uh, we were coming off a 4-8 and eight season. Um, you know, they got a new coaching staff. And um, it was only an hour and a half away from home, so I knew my family would be at every game, and uh, that was a deciding factor too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, uh, you spoke about your family earlier in the show. Obviously, family is a huge driving force for you, so Always. it's great to hear. Um, as a freshman, you start, uh, started your career going four and eight as a special teams player, but once you were promoted to a defensive starter, uh, over the last three seasons, you finished 30 and five. Uh, where did that culture change begin and how did you impact that culture change? Um, I would say that our culture changed in our locker room. Um, guys started buying in, not to just the culture of the team, but loving one another. Um, guys that we would never speak to on a daily basis, we became best friends with these guys. And um, I'll say it changed the whole team. Um, I'll say my role in changing the culture, I brought um, leadership and hard work to our team. And um, that was something that people looked up to me for. Um, I was a guy that wouldn't ask 
for other people to do things that I wouldn't do. So I would lead by example each and every day. And um, that's why the team ended up selecting me as captain this year because it just felt like that I was a guy that can go out there and lead us the right way. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, from everything that I've seen, your energy is extremely contagious. Uh, you're very hyped up every time you take the field. So, you know, I, I'm sure that was uh, contagious to your teammates as well. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, You've actually been praised by your teammates uh, for having the most heart on the football team. What does that mean to you, and where does that drive come from to have that heart? Um, I feel like um, that that aspect of uh, my game it comes from me just being an underdog my whole life. Um, I haven't, I've never been like the biggest guy on the field, never been the fastest, the strongest, but uh, I'm a guy that's gonna go out there and I'm a I'm gonna play my heart out each and every play. So. Uh, I feel like guys see that and they, they'll see that off the field in the weight room and just it's just how you move and um it's a mentality. So if you if you have that mentality, guys see it and uh I feel like that's why they praise me so much for it. Yeah, and you know, doing some early scouting on you. Um the one big knock was that you're there on every play. You're there to make the play in every single position and you know, if that's the only bad thing that they can find, then, you know, that's a good positive note on your play. Thank you. Uh, back to 2019, prior to this past season, uh, you finished with uh, first team all AAC honors as part of the Bearcats secondary. How good of a feeling was that for you to be recognized for your work on the field after you seemingly went underappreciated throughout your entire career? Um, I, I felt like uh, hard work was finally paying off and, um, it came in with perfect timing. Um, we switched to a new defense that year, and uh, uh, the defense it just happened to put me in position to make a lot of plays, and I, I went out there and I, I made a lot of plays. So I felt like it was an honor to be recognized finally, and um, I felt like it was something I could do consistently if put in the right positions. Right, and, you know, that that uh, being in a good position – uh, really set you guys up well, uh, especially as a whole defense, as 11 guys on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, you finished your college career with three straight season as the uh, All-American Conference's number one scoring defense. And, you know, walking out in 2020 with an AAC championship isn't bad either. Uh, how does it feel to walk out as a leader of such a terrifying defense like that? Um, I feel like it's an honor. And um, I also feel like it's something that, we um, can use as a pride. And um, when we go out there and we know that we're one of the best defenses, we, we play with a mentality that no one can get anything on us. And um, for me to be the leader of, of that group with that mentality, uh, I just feel like it's a great honor. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you walk out and you kind of think about it. And it's kind of, as you said earlier, whenever you walked in Cincinnati, it wasn't a program, but you look at it over the last three years, you guys were number one in the nation in mm -hmm. the FBS scoring defense. So, you know, it's a true testament to what you guys built in Cincinnati. Thank um, Over your four years down there, you know, I'm sure you've developed some solid relationships with guys on and off the field. What teammate really drove you the hardest to be a better version of yourself? And how did they make that impact on you? Um, I would say uh, there's multiple different teammates, but uh, guys that stand out are guys like James Wiggins, like in the weight room. Um, me, me and James compete so much that it brings out the best in me. And then uh, off the field, guys like 
Jarrell White, uh, who was my roommate, um, we had most of our classes together. Together, um, we would talk to each other each and every day, and we and we we prepared each other to be the best that we can be each and every day. And um, when we talk, we always talk highly of ourselves, and uh, we always wanted the best for each other. And uh, that's something that can really motivate you to be the best that you can be. Yeah, I'm sure you know having classes with your teammates. That's something that can mentally prepare you to get onto that football field. And, you know, uh, even as you said, in the weight room, you know, the physical aspect of the competition of having somebody, you know, standing right behind you, trying to take your job from you, that's motivation in itself. Always. Uh, so finishing out the season, uh, you guys finish as the AAC champions, you know, that's something that Cincinnati had never done to that point. Take us through the feeling you had whenever you were walking off the field as, you know, a member of the Bearcats secondary for that second to last time. Um, when we walked off that field, uh, I felt like um, a lot of hard work paid off. And um, I was so proud of my teammates and uh, the seniors because we came from being four and eight to being the ACC champions. And um, it was a, a leap. It was a leap for the whole team, the whole program and the city of Cincinnati. Um I feel like um, a lot of guys, uh, they don't see the work that was put in. So a lot of the people don't really re recognize that we worked so hard to get there. And uh, that was a goal that we've been trying to accomplish for three to four years. And we finally got it. So it was something that was extremely important to us senior class and then just the rest of the team. Right. And, you know, you spoke on it. Uh, four and eight coming in as, as a freshman, you finish out the rest of your college career not even having eight losses throughout the final three seasons so it's a true testament to the hard work that you guys have put in down there at cincinnati man thank you so uh after you actually won uh the aac championship uh the bearcats were selected to play george in chick-fil-a peach bowl um you know obviously with how crazy the times were in 2020 with covid and everything um how crazy was your prep for that game and was there a mass media craze for you guys um i feel like the prep for that game um it was intense but then we didn't have as much time to prep for that game because we had that conference championship um just the week before and then uh christmas and new year's and things so uh we went home for christmas and uh the few days before that we were getting it in hard uh we had our our contact days and then we came back from christmas we had a few more practices and um, I felt like we were prepared to go out there and play that game. Uh, we played the best that we could. We just couldn't pull it off. Uh, and the media craze, it was, it was a, uh, it was a lot. A lot of the people were talking about us. Uh, they were saying that we could pull it off. Uh, a lot of people were doubting us. We just wanted to go in there and show that we are a top program in the country, and that it doesn't matter if you're a group of five or if you're a power five. That it's just the football at the end of the day, and that uh, our conference can't play that football. Right. And I mean, you're talking about, you know, as a power five, the SEC is looked at as the elite and you took Georgia mm -hmm. to the brink of, you know, uh, a defeat whenever, you know, Cincinnati's not looked at as that because they're part of the Big East. So, yeah. you know, it's just, like I said earlier, it's a true testament to what you guys are building down there in Cincinnati. And I, I couldn't be more happy as an Ohio native for the Cincinnati program. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the Dayton area, so I'm very familiar with, you know, the, the Bearcats and uh, the Bearcats football program. So it's, it's a very uh, joyous leap that you guys took for all of us in Bearcat Nation. 
Thank you. If they were surprised this season, uh, next season they're going to give them a run for their money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They'll be back. Don't worry about that. Absolutely. Uh, uh, going into a little bit of film review, though, um, with the uh, first clip, you know, we want to show off a little bit of your range. You know, okay. you range and instincts, you have uh, good eyes and you're lauded for your range. So, you know, kind of walk us through this play. You're playing as a, you know, deep split safety and you're able to recognize that and get clear across the field for the interception. Uh, so on that play, um, I was I was in the post, uh, and I seen the quarterback. He was trying to look me off for a split second. Um, and when he brought his back, his eyes back to the receiver, uh, I broke on it, and I was in a great play to make a high point on the ball, uh, catch the interception. Uh, I wish I would have took it to the house though. Yeah, and that's you know going back to those high school days. You kind of think about it, and you're like, oh, let me get those ret return yards back in. <laughs> yeah. Kind of uh, missed touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a different feeling whenever you get into the end zone. You know, we didn't speak to your stats a little bit earlier, but you actually averaged 20.6 yards per reception as a receiver in high school as well. Yeah, uh, I was more of a deep ball threat. I ran a lot yep. of wheel routes and post and uh, corners. Okay, all right. Uh, going into the second clip, though, you know uh, – I'm a big advocate of physicality and I love it. And I love when a safety comes down on a ball carrier and puts a shoulder on him and puts him on his butt. So, you know, uh, kind of walk us through that. Are Do you thrive on physicality or is that something you're just kind of, it's just natural? Um, I feel like I thrive on physicality. Um, it brings a lot of energy to myself and that energy trans translates to my teammates. Um, I remember this play right here. I want to say it was like, um, I think it was third down. And um, they needed that first down, and uh, Kobe grabbed him, and I hit him, and I, I just got hyped. <laughs> yeah, you can see it coming off the field. You know, uh, it instantly injects energy into your veins. But on top of that, you know, it it pushes the offense a little bit more. Like, all right, our defense picked us up. We got to get going. Yeah. Uh, going into the third clip here, you know, another Power Five school. Uh, in Ohio State, you know, with that little in-state rivalry being as you're from Columbus, you know, did that give you a little extra juice or, you know, uh, how was this, you know, because this is a beautiful pursuit angle and an even more beautiful tackle. Oh, I feel like um, there was a big chip on my shoulder going in that into that game just because I was in my hometown. Um, I had a lot of family there. So um, I tried to make as many plays as I could, fly around, and just bring that energy. Um, that was a big stop right there early in the first. Um, it was like their first or second drive. So I, we were trying to set the momentum for the game, um, even though it, it wasn't that, that good of a game. But at the end of the day, it did set the tone. You know, you yeah. you guys came out early and you rallied with them. So, uh, you know, it, maybe it did set that tone early. Yeah, we were still learning, to, you know, get, get guys like that this year and, and it would have been a good game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you get, you get those young guys out there and they don't understand the rivalry that is Cincinnati and Ohio State quite yet. Absolutely. Uh, and then going into the final clip, obviously we have to show how much of a playmaker you are and how much of a ball hawk you are. Uh, so coming across on this pick, you see you get the one-handed tip, obviously, and then you do get the return on this one. So walk us through this play. Um, we were in like the high red zone on this play. I was in the post. Um, the quarterback, he had been staring his receivers down all game. So as soon as I seen him turn his hips and uh, he, he was getting ready to release the ball, I broke on it. And uh, I made a play on the ball before Ahmad could, 
you know, throughout the season this year, he 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 kind of got me on a on a few. But uh, Just a few. I try to, I try to uh, return the ball as far as I could on that play, and then uh, we went to go celebrate. You know, we got the the dunk. Uh, I think I did like a three sixty uh, yep. in between the legs on the dunk. So yeah, that was a, a huge celebration. I love it. So and that's a you know I. I'm a big proponent of energy. I think energy shifts a lot of games and I think it shifts a lot of momentum in games. And, you know, you come up with that big deep red zone pick and make that huge return. You get over to the sideline, everybody's rallying on you. Like that's, that's the energy. Thank you. Uh, but again, uh, Derek, that's, that's all we have for you. I appreciate you coming on, but at the end, end of the day, this is your time to shine. So whatever it is that you have to say to your audience, feel free. This is your time to plug anything. Uh, I just want to tell my audience, um, my fans and my supporters out there that uh, this journey is just beginning. Um, we've had a long career up to now, and uh, I want to keep having a long career. Um, I just want to show the kids from my city that it's possible, um, no matter what circumstances you come from, if you grind and you put your mind to something and you work very hard, that it's possible. And um I just want to show you guys that. Love. Um, again, Derek, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, this has been Talk the Prospect with Derek Forrest. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you. Very nice, very nice. Well done, guys. This guy's a natural, you, man. Guys. I want to appreciate you guys. Uh. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.